Yo, 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 Thought Warriors, what is up? It is I, Van Lathan. Higher Learning is on now. What's up, guys? It's me, Rachel Lindsay. He was about to keep going. Not, wasn't even going to give no, me a spot to introduce myself. No, I got to be honest with you. <laughs> what? We haven't done a seamless intro in like three or four podcasts. Isn't that part of our charm? I think it's me. I, th- I just thought Maybe. it was part of our charm. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's, I nothing's think it's by me. the book. I think it's me. If you want to take the blame, I'd be more than happy to give it to you. It was fantastic. Brian was here. So we had a good weekend. Yes. Just chilling. Um, I cooked. That is that is something that doesn't happen quite often. Don't ask me what I made Mm -hmm. because you're you would talk about it. But Brian had had a a home cooked meal in a long time. I made him a meal. Mm -hmm. We chilled. We got into a new show. Uh, the weather was amazing in LA. If anybody got outside this past weekend, so we went down to the water. Um, mm-hmm. We were in Santa Monica. We spent time in Venice. It was good. It was a chill weekend. What about you? Mm. Uh, I'm glad Brian was here. I'm glad. Me too. Because people have been people have been raising all kinds of conspiracy theories in my uh, like. About, there's more than one person. Brian? About you and Brian, yeah. What is, Mm -hmm. why are people always having in for me in your DMs? Yeah. People, people have been saying that you and Brian got a secret divorce or something like that. It's been really weird. So I'm glad he was here. Well, welcome Uh, to Bachelor Nation. It's because if they don't see you on Instagram, if you're not Instagram official, we're very private about our relationship. So if they don't see you on Instagram, it doesn't exist. It's not real. Uh, yeah. My weekend was not good. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and I am going to share something personal right now. Okay. Just very quickly. I'm not going to make a whole spill about it. Uh, I have something that are that's called preventricular contractions. Do you, you ever heard of these no. before? So it's something to where like your heart will sometimes skip a beat. Oh. Yeah. So, so you like, have an irregular me, heartbeat. Yeah, but okay. it comes and goes. So okay. it's not always that uh it's not always um it doesn't always bother you. Mm-hmm. It just comes and goes. Uh sometimes if you're stressed out, if you're dehydrated, the first time they really became an issue was after I lost my job at TMZ. Mm. And they just kind of went crazy. And mm-hmm. I go there, the doctor gave me something, I took it, whatever, and I was good. And then the uh the pandemic started and I was super scared because you know how my anxiety goes. Mm-hmm. And that was during the whole time that my mental health really broke down. That was kind of the catalyst for it. Mm-hmm. And like when you're going through it and I've had every test you can have, right? Like I've run on the treadmill. I've They've took pictures of my heart. I had an echocardiogram uh, in October. Uh and, you know, you have EKGs. I wore a Holter monitor. I had a ch- calcium channel thing. So they've looked at everything that they can look at. I actually have an appointment with an electrophysiologist on Thursday. But they've looked at most of the things that they can look at. And they're like, look, these things are benign. Uh, they come when you're stressed out. They come when these things happen to you. Uh, and, you know, you just got to kind of figure out, calm down, de-stress, whatever. But they're super scary. Mm-hmm. Like, like super it. duper, super like unbelievably scary. Yeah. Because uh, you're just sitting there and then your heart flip flops and you don't know what's going on. Mm. Um, and to be honest with you, <laughs> they actually have been going on. They came back out of nowhere. It was really mid to late September that I've kind of been going through it. And then last week, 
the last two weeks, it, it's been fine. And then for some reason, Thursday, it just like, it, it's been bad. And, you know, so, and the only reason why I'm talking about this is because, like, I'm, I'm, you know, God willing and everything. Look, I've talked to everyone. And it, everyone's been really, really nice ab- about it. And everyone's told me, I mean, they've looked at my heart. They, they say that there's nothing wrong with it, right? Um, yeah. And, but like, I'm just tired of acting like, like I'm super okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. You know what I mean? Like, I'm whatever, but I'm just tired of pretending like coming on here and being all, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. But I'm just tired of acting like there's nothing bothering me. Yeah. And for me personally, no matter what it is, I'm never going to do that again in life. Like, I'm never going to act like again in life that there's nothing bothering me. You feel like you've been doing um, that to just this a point? Just to soldier on. I, I, I feel like with this, you know, it's very hard on the people in my life. It's hard mm-hmm. on Kalika. It's hard on uh, my mom. And it's, it's, it's hard on a lot of people just because it's difficult to understand, mm-hmm. right? It, because if you like, if you, if you go to the hospital or you go to a cardiologist and they say, hey, you're checked out, things are good. Like, and they say, hey, you know, uh, this and this, is, you know, we, we've looked at this and this and that, and try this drug and then things are good. Yeah. This is just an annoying, if you don't worry about them. And what, and look, they were basically right. Like after, when things happened before, they went, they went away. Yeah. And then for, for reasons I don't really understand, it might've been stress surrounding the election or stress surrounding other things that were happening. They just came back. Yeah. And so people don't get how a doctor can tell you you're, you're okay. And then like, you still feel a certain way and it's difficult for people to get. So, uh, it just sometimes weighs on you. And we, you know, we do this podcast and you, you want to be able to share with people yeah. and you want people to know kind of like where you're at and what you're doing. And that's kind of the thing. And it's really nothing, there's nothing really more to be said. Uh, there's no defect. No. There's no condition. There's no, I mean, it's just, that's kind of how things go. I think people underestimate what stress can really do to your body. You know, you talk mm. about it, but it's like stress can make your skin break out. Stress can make you gain weight. Stress can mm-hmm. make you depressed. Stress can make give you anxiety. But there's so yeah. many other things that it can affect you in, in ways that you don't even know. I and and I would I will never underestimate how you're feeling because I'll tell you something. I I um had never had an anxiety attack until <clears throat> mm, end of 2018. Can't even tell you what really brought it on. But that sh- level of stress, that not understanding what was happening to me because it had never happened before was very hard for me to communicate to somebody because I didn't know what was going on, but I did not feel right. I wasn't okay. So I can't even imagine what it is that you're feeling and you're going through and you know you're not okay, but every test is coming back normal. I I, I just feel like it's deeper than that. And I also yeah. don't think that you should have to pretend you're okay if you're not. Yeah, because yeah, then how yeah. do you? I, yeah, I I don't think you should keep it all inside. I think that only makes it worse. Yeah, and you know you you, you, you look, you go back, you start having them again. You go back, you get your you get your EKG. They're like the whole time, <laughs> crazy. The whole time we've been doing this, I've been doing, I've been 
this little thing right here. What's that? This is a car. This is a cardio device, right? If you guys can watch this, so a cardio device. This thing is a little EKG. <laughs> so when we're sitting here doing the podcast, uh-huh. I'll just put my fingers on this and take an EKG. And what does that do? Like monitor your heartbeat. Monitor yeah. your heart and the, electri- okay. the electrical activity okay. of your heart, and it's and it's. It's easy to get caught in a cycle with anything like this. Um, it's easy to get caught in a cycle where it, it just becomes your entire life. Yeah. And all of a sudden you look around and you're like the only person on earth. And I, I guarantee you something right now. If there is anyone listening to this who's ever dealt with PVCs, who's ever dealt with just sitting down, doing something, or waking up in the morning and just having your heart go flap, 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 flap. Like, if there's anyone who's ever dealt with that, they understand exactly. I'm speaking us. I'm not. If I'm speaking a foreign language to everyone else, I'm not to them. They get it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, they completely get it. They completely get harassing your doctor. Shout out to Amy Wagner, the nurse practitioner over there at Dr. Ram Dandelaya's office in um in Beverly Hills. Shout out to her because. We literally have such a long email thread of me going, hey, am I okay? She's going, her going, yeah. She's like, all your tests came back good. Like, like, you're, you're okay. And she's like, you have, you know, so it's like, it's, 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 it's weird. But it has a name. It has a diag, it's been diagnosed as something. Mm -hmm. So I guess I don't understand why people are acting, or, I guess from what I'm taking from you is that they're acting like it's like you're fine, you're okay, just go home. But it's been diagnosed as something. It's a real thing. Well, yeah, it is a real thing. So, it, so it, you look at it like this. Um, so they can mean things, right? Yeah. So if you're having these palpitations, it's basically like your heart gives a premature beat and then yeah. it pauses and then it comes back. So they they can mean things. It can mean that you have blockages in your coronary arteries or you have cardiomyopathy, which is uh, a weakness or a disease of the heart, or you have something else. It can mean all of those things. But if they check out your heart and you, you don't have any of those things, then it, they're, they're basically like a muscle twitch. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Um, a, like a muscle twitch that you get in your heart. Now, mm-hmm. if you were having like a lot of them, like a super great deal of them, like yeah. a lot, um, then they can actually mess your heart up. But I don't have that many. You know, some people, uh, I don't want to bore you guys with all this uh, dime store cardiology that I do, but some people, if you have like 100,000 beats a minute, <clears throat> if you have over 20,000 beats that are like this, well, then you're, you're in the risk of damaging your heart. Mm-hmm. Like I wore a halter, a halter monitor and I, it was like, less than 1% of my beats were this. So a small number. But remember, your heart beats 100,000 times a day normally, right? So less than 1%, even if you, even if this happened to you 100 times a day, what if you felt every one? Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't even imagine that. Like, what if you, what if you felt every one? Every single one. Every single time that happens. It only happens 100 times a day, not enough to affect your cardio, your, your cardiovascular health, but enough to drive you crazy yeah. to where, you know. So 
that's it. So because of that, my weekend wasn't great. <laughs> How do you feel now? Um, they've been happening all day. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you know what I mean? They've been happening all day. Uh, sometimes when I can focus on something, like when I'm doing the podcast or something like that, or uh, when I'm speaking or something like that, it, they don't bother me as much just because I'm not focused on them. Um, and the weird thing is now, because I'm on a beta blocker form, they're mm-hmm. not like severe. They're just barely, you can barely feel them. Yeah. But you know that your heart's misfiring. Yeah. So it's like, ugh. It gets in your head. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, Get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Um, I can help you shift your focus. Help me shift my focus. Let's, Let's talk about oh your God. teeth. Let's talk about your teeth. My teeth. Yeah. Let's talk about okay. your teeth. Right. Van, mm-hmm. I saw the tweet. I right. thought it was a joke, so I just bypassed it. I was like, I'm not even going to pay attention to Van today. But mm-hmm. when I came on to the podcast and y'all were talking before, apparently this is a real thing. So if you guys didn't know, Van tweeted out that he has not been to the dentist. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Since mm-hmm. 1991? Something like that. 91 or 92. So what, that's back when you were forced to go. Your My parent, mom brought me. Your mom, yeah. your mom brought you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you had a traumatic experience. I'm not quite sure. But that was what? You were like 11 Something like that, yeah. And now you're 40. Now I'm 40, yes. So almost 30 years later, you go to the dentist. I went to the dentist last Thursday, what yes. What made you want to go after 30 years? And then what was the report? Oh, my God. Okay, so... <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, well... I went well. three years and I was panicking. So I 30, I can't even imagine. Okay, so this is what made me want to go. I was brushing my teeth. <laughs> and a tooth fell out. Uh, no, not a tooth. <laughs> I was brushing my teeth and it looked like Tyson had punched me in my face. <laughs> It's just on, on the real. You know, I was like, there's sometimes a little blood, but this time it was like, God damn. You know what I mean? It looked, it looked like Tyson had punched me in the face. I was like, okay. That, you know, whatever. And also, because I have mild sleep apnea, which is getting into all of Van's medical shit, because I have mild sleep apnea, there's sometimes this little mouth guard thing that I wear when I go to sleep in order mm-hmm. to keep my mouth open so I don't yeah. snore in the ears. And when I woke up one time and there was blood. Like, you, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. because th- that thing is rubbing against my gums mm-hmm. and my gums are bleeding. Uh, and so I'm like, you know, let's just go check it out. Let's just go see. So you didn't go for a cleaning? No. Even I didn't worse. go for a cleaning. I went to go start <laughs> my journey with the dentist. All right? That's where I went. I went to go start my journey with the dentist. And they took an x-ray of my teeth. All right, they looked at him. They were like, hey, your teeth look good. Because I told them. I was like, look, I haven't been to the dentist in a long time. They were like, how long? 
I was like, I've been to the dentist once in my life. I'm 40 years old. Yeah, they were like, yeah, but when did you go? I was like, I think I was in like the sixth grade. <clears throat> they were like, wow. And the nurse, she goes, wow, your teeth look great. Like my teeth looked great. I would never have known. My teeth looked amazing. They said like, your teeth look great. You know what I mean? Um, then the guy comes in, the dentist, uh, and he starts doing the, um, great guy, by the way, this is this a fantastic dentist place over here. Uh, I might shout him out after I go a couple more times, but it's, going, but it's fantastic. It's I've been to the dentist since I've been here and I've lived here two months, but just keep going. All right, well, I hadn't gone. I mean, you can keep <laughs> rubbing it in if you want. I'm just, it's just such a bad example, but keep it, going. Okay, I'm telling you, but it's my example. It's the example that is me. I must be true to myself. I just so, remember the first time, one of the first conversations we had on this podcast was about wearing the mask and bad breath. Now I mm-hmm. understand where you were coming from. You were talking of years and years of years of not going to the dentist. This is why you see, were concerned the, about that. And I was not. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. The reality is that I still brush my teeth and gargle with Listerine and stuff like that. So my breath, <laughs> like my breath is not, I don't think that it's super off the chain. You know what I mean? I was surprised when I was in the mask, though. I was surprised. I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but I, I, I don't generally have bad breath. I, it's not been a thing. Or maybe people are saying that behind my life. I, I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You, you don't never know. know. You never know. You never know. But, um, no, and so he comes in with the little, the little tooth thing, and he starts looking at the guns, all right? He starts pushing down on them, and he's giving every different tooth a number. Oh, you went to a good dentist then. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. He's giving every he's giving every tooth a number. And he was like, and he's explained to me what he's doing. He's going, listen, um, so I'm looking at the uh the gums and seeing how much plaque and all of that stuff like that are in the gums. And just to let you know, it's like it's like the number goes up to six. Six is like fucking what well, well, the number goes all the way up to whatever, but like when you get to six, six is when it's really, really bad. You heard four, hey. five, and six? I heard, yeah, I heard <gasps> some, there was some fives in there. There was some fives. There was, a, there was some fives in there. There was a five, there was some fives in there. And then there was a couple of sevens. <gasps> I, I don't even think yeah. I heard a two. Oh, no, 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 no. There was, he was like, it was, it was really <gasps> like, so up here in the, up here in the front, all gravy, all gravy twos and all that but like here on the sides and stuff like that because I got these big jaws and it's harder to get to it's like five two five five two five and then he and then I never forget he's looking back on the wisdom tooth which he says he might have to take out he looks you back haven't on had wisdom your wisdom tooth, tooth out? I haven't oh uh, of course he looks, you're back on the, he looks back on the wisdom tooth and he pokes down in the thing with the wisdom tooth and he goes shit seven <laughs> I'm like your doctor's nuts. <laughs> I swear to you, yes, he did. I'm not even joking. I promise okay. you. He, wow. He goes, shit. He goes, shit. Seven. Um, and so, but look, I'm I'm all I'm on top of it now. Uh they they for so they took the x-rays, uh, then they uh they cleaned my teeth, and then after they cleaned my teeth, which was uh not at all a pleasurable experience, the way yeah, I mean yeah. She was a years pro, of tartar. but she, they clean the teeth, right? And now I have to go back in and clean the teeth. They said they look good. I have to go back in for a deeper laser cleaning. <gasps> and then I got to... Okay, that's not yeah. normal, but keep going. <laughs> I just I get the laser. <laughs> I get the laser. And then I got a water pick. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. So um, I got a water pick. So I you know, brush my teeth in the morning and brush my teeth at the night, at night, gargle, and then I use the water pick. I could probably get you an endorsement for that, but keep going. For the water pick? Oh, yeah. I do the water pick. But the water pick kind of hurts. I'm not even going to lie. The water pick's not... Yeah. I can't wait to see you. Good. Hi, I'm Van. After 30 years from going to the dentist, I can get you an, <laughs> right. an, an endorsement. All right. After, <laughs> look, I didn't... Hey, it's Van Lathan. <laughs> I didn't go to the dentist for about 30 years, but here I have an ultrasonic water pick. I never need to see him again. Like a pro. What it does is blah, 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 you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so yeah. Uh, but look, I'm on a journey to... I'm on a journey to full body health here. We're going to see the electrophysiologist. Uh, we're going to figure this out or whatever. Or maybe one day they just might do what they normally do, which is magically disappear. Who knows? And then, but the teeth, that's going to be the long haul journey. The teeth. The teeth did, are going to be the long haul Did the doctor journey. say, like, you know, with dogs, if you don't take care of their teeth, it leads to other health issues. Is the mm-hmm. same thing for humans. Did your dentist talk to you about that? And this, no, is, I, this but, is a real question. I actually don't know. No, but I, I've read that. I've read that, uh, that you know, you can, but I have a healthy heart. You know what I mean? So it, 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 there's not like there's, you know, I mean, there's, I'm not I guess saying the, it's that. I'm just, yeah. just in general. No, 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 no. But no, but it's a thing though. You know what I mean? So it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, it, it, it's definitely true. People, people on Twitter were like, hey, man, just let you know your, your gum health can affect like your heart health and stuff like that. So, but I just got to make sure that I'm, um, not being too afraid of the world and de-stressing and all of that stuff like that. Man, look, I'm glad we had Dr. Jess on here last time. The trauma and the stuff that exists in my mind from the way... You know, I joke a lot about it on here. You know, even the story that I told about Disneyland last year, uh, last last podcast. That was not a pleasurable experience. I didn't think it was, Van. You, you, you know what I mean? It didn't like, sound like it. <laughs> it didn't. You know, I can laugh about it now, but you know, it's for another podcast, but you got to clean out your it's brain. Not, it sounds traumatizing. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the parting of people, the grass, I just, I, it sounds traumatizing. Sorry. Yeah. 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 All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> just, we, we got a little deep here at the beginning, but let's, let's, let's cool down. We got, we got topics to get to. Let's take a break. We'll come back and talk about what's going on in the world. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. You could be doing anything this week, right? You've got work, errands, friends, and a whole lot of fun in between. That's why the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the capable SUV that's built for your life. With premium interiors, available wireless charging, and room for your whole cargo and crew. Okay, Hyundai. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the all-new 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. All right, so uh, something else has been going on, and we have talked a little bit about it, not too much about it. It was actually kind of a a bloody last couple of days, a bloody month for rappers, man. We, in the last month, at least six weeks, King Vaughn, an up-and-coming rapper from Chicago, was gunned down in Atlanta. Mo3, uh, an up-and-coming, uh, you know, very established rapper. King Vaughn was pretty established, too. 
uh, from Dallas was gunned down on the freeway. On the freeway. And just in the last couple of days, man, Boosie uh, was shot in Dallas. Some people are speculating about what the connection to, if there was any connection to the Mo3 situation with Boosie. We have mm-hmm. no information on that. Yeah. And then Benny the Butcher from Griselda, uh, one of the best rappers in the entire world, was shot in his leg in Houston in an attempted robbery. Yo, what the hell is going on, man, with, 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 with these bullets flying at these rappers? And then what's going on in Texas? So we decided we talked to somebody, um, a Texas legend, Slim Thug, is going to join us right now on Higher Learning to help us make some sense about why it seems to be so dangerous to be a rapper these days. Yo, 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 we got royalty in the house. And, you know, obviously, if you didn't know he was royalty before, you would know when you see what he's sitting in right now. He's sitting in the throne. I got to tell y'all something. Every time I'm thinking I'm doing good in life, and he knows this, that's why he's laughing. I think I'm doing good in life, like I buy a new pair of sneakers or something like that. I just go to Slim Thug Instagram because he'll be like <laughs> riding four-wheelers in Zimbabwe. You know what I mean? He'll let you know <laughs> you still got something to work for. We got rap royalty, Texas legend, Slim Thug on Higher Learning today. What's up, brother? How you doing, my man? Appreciate y'all for having me, man. Of course, bro, look. I'm going to get right to it. Well, the first thing is, when I was thinking about you, I was thinking about, like, this year, you've survived two of the hardest things to survive. One, COVID, and the other one, being a rapper. Man, what is going on out here right now? This is crazy. And I I don't don't mean to make light of this. I'm serious. But we got in the last, rest in peace, Mo three, rest in peace, King Vaughn. They 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 got my boy Boosie. I went to high school. Boosie, that's my man from way back. They got uh, and then just now in Houston, your stomping grounds. Benny caught one in the leg. Uh, what do you feel? What's popping? Why does why is why is the whole industry jumping so bad? Oh, no clue. Honestly, <laughs> like it's just really twenty twenty has just been a, a complete disaster, man. And, it's getting crazy out here. It's getting crazier, it seems like. You know, it seems like every day I hear about a rapper getting shot. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the times it was the younger rappers. Now it's the boosies and, the, you know, it's like, wow, it's getting out of hand out here. And then it's in Houston and then Dallas. So that's mm. really crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, man, uh, I don't know if it's, it's back and forth or what's going on, but, you know, it's getting way too out of hand in the rap game. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm from Dallas, Slim, and um, you know, just but just but just speaking about it in in general, it's like as a community, you know. And another thing to add to it, you you survive being a rapper, COVID, but just also being black. And I mean, that's what we're talking about more than ever in 2020. Even though mm. it's something we should have been talking about, but as a community a black community, we're battling so many things. You being a rapper yourself and being so influential, how as a community can we do something to to either, because we don't, I don't know why this is happening, but to bring awareness to it, to make this stop, to, you know, like, what do we need to do to come together and step up? I really wish I had the answer. I actually got a call from the mayor before uh, Benny even got robbed about, the uh, crime rate going up in Houston. And he was like, what can we do? You know, do you have any ideas of what can we do? 
And really, it's like it ain't nothing really Slim Thug can do because Slim Thug to the younger rappers, who a lot of this going down with is like the old dude. They don't really, you know, they don't really listen to nobody but themselves. So um, I don't know what's going on right now. I don't know why is it the fad is going on that, you know, you need to be toting your chopper and, you know what I'm saying, and doing all this, you know, shooting back and forth. And hopefully, you know, we figure this out fast because it's going the wrong way. And, I, you know, the thing is, Houston, we not really, we don't really have these type of things go down. Like, oh, we not known for having, you know, it usually be a safe zone, kind of. But um, it is bad out here, too. And if you're in the wrong places, you know, anything can happen anywhere, I feel like, you know. So it's just about knowing where you at. Um, and and uh, I heard uh, Benny was even riding deep out here, and you know. But it's crazy, man. Like I say, it's, you can't even call it now. You know, I can't. I can't tell you what's going on. Like, uh, I try. I try to make sense of it with. But it's like you got Christmas time, which always make the crime rate go up. Then you got Corona. You know, people uh, losing jobs and all that there. And then you know, people just right now. I feel like it ain't a lot of opportunity out here. You know, for for the bottom. And now it's like bad business going on in the streets, you know, and that leads to gunfire or whatever. So it's all kind of stuff going on right now. So it's it's just out of hand. Now, you mentioned earlier that you've been doing your thing for a while, um, and you're still here, you're still dropping, you're still relevant. If I'm a younger cat and I'm asking you, you know, I still want to, I still want to floss, I still want to get my shit off, I still want to have everything. I still want to show that I got it, but I also want to be safe. I also, I want to move the right way. You know, I want to be in places where, you know, it's not going to really happen to me or, you know, kind of just lower the chances that it will. What advice would you give to guys on, you know, how to keep their name out of them type of headlines? It's important you know where you're going. You know, um, a lot of the clubs you might go to, if it's younger and wilder, you know, the crowd a little more hood, you know, you might have somebody follow you from there. You might know telling, you know, but if you go like, See, it's different for a younger guy than it is for me. See, I'm 40, so I can switch up the crowd. I can go to the OG clubs and just, you know, where it's more calm, you know, more working environment, you know. But when you're young, the options ain't so much, uh, ain't too many upscale options, you know what I'm saying, mm. and the clubs and stuff like that. So it's like you're going to run into, you know, a lot of the, you know, riffraff when you're young, you know what I'm saying, just being young, you know. Uh, I, I heard uh, Benny was leaving the mall or something. Like you know, what I'm saying like it was, so it w- was it was it Walmart? No, maybe that might have been Boosie was Walmart, but well, he wasn't. Boosie no, was yeah, big T. Yeah. No, nah, he Benny was at Walmart. They said. well, it was Walmart. Yeah, it wasn't nobody crazy. He was just Walmart. at Walmart heard, trying to get I, some. Yeah, I heard he was leaving the Galleria area, and that's safe. Like so, it's like that's why I'm, I'm like you can't even call it. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's getting crazy out here to where. Even the areas that's not known for violence, you'll see some pop up, you know. So it's kind of it's kind of hard, man, to, you know, guide somebody now. Especially, uh, I would just say, no way, if you're not from there, uh, be light. You know, like, uh, you know, if you're out of, out of town and you really don't know a lot of folks, like one chain, this little chain right here. You know, nobody ain't going to be pulling out a big chopper, hopefully, you know, for no cheap chain. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So right. that's what I would say to a rapper or, or somebody who's young. Just when you out of town and out of bounds, if you ain't with your people and you ain't got your proper security right, ride light. You don't need all that, you know, extra bling on. You know, put your iPhone, your iWatch on, you know, mm-hmm. and, and then when you, 
it's time to perform or you with the right people, then step out like that. But, you know, a lot of people are starving out here, man. And, you know, and, and if you can't feed them, you can't stop them, you know what I'm saying, from what they would do to feed them, feed themselves. Mm. Yeah. Does this make you even more concerned for your own safety and well-being because of what's going on? Like, I'm, I'm sure you always are, but just even more so with what's going on. I'm a safety guy. I'm a I'm a uh, concealed gun. You know, I got my license, <laughs> you know, and everything, so I can roll. I got about twenty choppers, you know, and people know that. But at the <laughs> at the same time, I'm well connected to Houston. You know, I know everybody right. in the city too. You know what I'm saying? So it'll be different for me than it would be for somebody who's from out of town. You know what I'm saying? Same as if I was to go to New York, I wouldn't be out there. You know, just yeah. anywhere. You know what I'm saying? I would definitely be with people I know, or I would be trying to. I would be walking light. I wouldn't be out there, you know, you know, jury and all that on. So it's all, but like I say, that ain't even it. It's, it, it could be anything. You know what I'm saying? It's just crazy right now. It's, it's un, um, it's something you just can't call. It's yeah. something you just can't call. I've been trying to come up with it. Like, um, I got with Bun B and a couple of rappers out the city. We talked to the mayor. I was really trying to, uh, he was like, what can you, you know, what's your idea? My only idea was let's, uh, try to do like we did a, a mask up campaign for when Corona hit. We had billboards around the city telling people mask up. I was saying, let's go to the local neighborhoods and put billboards up of, of the consequences of these crimes that they committed. Cause I doubt a lot of them even consider that, you know, like maybe you could put like robbing a stove for a thousand dollars to get you 20 to life. You know what I'm saying? Is yeah. it working? You know, that type of thing. I don't know. Maybe if you see that on the sign, it'll make you think twice. But, you know, that's that's still like, you know, trying something that you, you, you can't call it. At the end of the day, people want money, man. And if, and if they ain't got it, you just can't call it. You know, it's, yeah. it's going to be dangerous. We two in dangerous times. Dangerous times. <laughs> dangerous yeah. times. Two, two things I love about that answer. One, Slim Thug was very clear. Don't try it. <laughs> right. Like, like he was very right. clear. Don't try it. He didn't say I got one 380 that I keep up on. He said I got a bunch of choppers and everybody knows. Don't try it. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. And number two, here's the situation. We all were talking about the day that what was happening and the dysfunction that we see in this country from people not being able to eat, feed themselves. It was a big joke that rappers and other people were going to have to go on OnlyFans and do all of that stuff because the show money was going to dry it up. But it's not funny. It's, 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 not, it's, it's really not funny because if you ever been to a place to see, like you could have a pet wolf and the wolf will like be dope to you and love you and whatever. The only thing, let them miss a meal. Let the, let the wolf miss a meal and then see how loyal he is then. And if you ever, if you ever been anywhere like that, you know how that's going down. So the only thing that's going to happen is things got to kind of start getting back to normal or else people go really that stay at home order. It's not just going to be for Corona. It's going to be for these bullets, too, because yeah. this is this. This is a rash like we've I've never seen it in this type of situation back to back to back to back to back like that is 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 really is it's, it's crazy out here. Um. For you, as far as the 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 COVID itself, first of all, before I even move on, how's how's face doing? How like how how, how is he? Good. He's doing a lot better. Uh, I don't know about what's the update on the. Um, he was t- trying to get a uh, transplant. I don't know how that go. 
But uh, last I seen Face, we was actually performing in, um, out of town when, when it was opening back up. So to see him yeah. on stage, I thought that was good. But he, he definitely looked a lot better when I seen him. What was your experience with COVID like? Mine wasn't that crazy, you know, but mm-hmm. I, I'm a, uh, I ran three miles today. You know, I run three miles probably every day, go to the gym for about an hour. Um, so I, I consider myself a healthy, you know, person or whatever. And I think that that helped with fighting it off. But uh, my symptoms wasn't too crazy or nothing. You know, it was just I was the poster child for it because I was like the first uh, rapper pretty much. Yeah. You know, people heard about having it, you know, and they kind of and they kind of, uh, you know, put me. I did a lot of interviews just to let people know it was real, you know, early. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Texas is out there setting records for all the wrong reasons. What's I, I'm not there anymore, Slim. What's <laughs> what's going on in our state? And um, I know you talked about the mask up campaign you're doing or you've been doing. What else can we do to get people, one, just to stay safe for what we were talking about before with this violence, but two, also you've experienced COVID, you've been through it, where, uh, like like I said, Texas is setting records, the country is having unprecedented numbers than more than before. What um, can we do to to fix this or to help it? It's going to be, they got to shut it down or something because people out here ain't listening. They, it's like... Um, no, I think everybody out here heard, caught it, you know what I'm saying, and got over it together. And then now they just not scared of it, you know. So everybody moving like it ain't it don't exist. Honestly, I would, you know, just keeping it 1,000, everybody is moving like it really don't exist. I mean, you'll see people mask up and stuff like that. But at the same time, a lot of us is, is not really uh, you know concerned. But they, they would really have to actually shut the whole city down, I think to actually make people, you know what I'm saying, chill out. Because it's just really like you, keeping it real. People is just moving around, like, you know, compared to other places. I've been a few other places and y'all shut down. We not shut down. Everybody from out of town is in our town, you know what I'm saying, yeah. going out and, and and turning up, you know, so. Are the clubs open? Yeah. Clubs is open, yes. yes. I didn't know clubs that. Is open. It's pop- and packed. It's- Look up. Look on my story. I was in the club last night. Slim! <laughs> Slim! See, but see, that's, that's not fair, though. See, that's fucked up, I have Slim. my mask on. Slim, people are catching it again. You No, they're catching it again. You got, you you got, again. You got antibodies, though. You got antibodies. Right. That right. only lasts for a certain amount of time. Right. I, I'm telling you, like I told you, I think everybody in Houston caught Corona together. And we all got over it together and we all got our antibodies and now we just moving around. Like I just took a test recently, like I'm good, you know. So but I definitely um like right right now we chilling out. At first it was like we was moving and nobody was saying nothing about the numbers going up, no nobody was dying. Now it's this just these last couple of days that we, you know, uh starting to get back serious about it like we was in the beginning, you know. But Houston been open. 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 Would you? Open. Would you? Now, would you prefer that they shut some things down in Houston and close some things so that the numbers don't go too crazy? What's your stance on that? I don't know. I don't want to say that. And then uh, my promoter homeboys test me out. You know, because uh, <laughs> you know it's like I know they got to eat too. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know we want everybody to be healthy and safe. So if it took us shutting it down one more time, 
it's wintertime, man. Get you a wintertime boo and just chill, you know, for a couple right. of weeks. And let's just all get over it. You know what I'm saying? All right, at the end of the yeah. day, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I'm not a conspiracy theorist and me having corona before. I'm going to take the vaccine. I don't think Bill Gates <laughs> want to kill a broke dude. I don't think Bill Gates can gain nothing from, uh, you know, doing that no harm to me. So, you know, I will definitely take the vaccine to get, I'm ready to get life back to normal, you know, for real. I got an idea about the vaccine. I want you to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to test my idea on Rachel and Slim Thug first. All right. Now, <laughs> seriously, this is my this is my vaccine idea. I'm serious. This is true. This is real. We this is serious. Okay. All right. So black people have every reason to be distrustful of medical science. Every reason. All right. They told us they was gonna cure our syphilis. They didn't do nothing. All right. They come. They drop crack off in the neighborhood. If, if a doctor on there and they talking to you is. So what we have to do is inside the community, we have to have somebody that we all trust take the vaccine first, and then we got to watch them, okay? Not me. What? Denzel Washington. No, Denzel Washington, bro. Why not Denzel Slim? He Washington. already volunteered his tribute. <laughs> Slim, Thug, Slim, Slim Thug could take it too but people gonna be like yo Slim Thug might be with them he already had the Rona yeah, right. yeah. you know what I'm saying he might but they think my I got thing paid is, to say I had Corona they think you got paid you know what I mean they yeah. might think they gonna be looking for old pictures with Slim Thug and Bill Gates I think what right. we need is Denzel Washington the most trustworthy black man in America he take the vaccine first we wait six weeks and then we say it's good for the hood. It would have been Will Smith, but he had a rough summer. But yeah, like was, Denzel, yeah. Denzel Washington, take the vaccine. Is that not a good idea? If Denzel takes it and it don't and it don't fuck up Denzel, then I think the rest of us could take the vaccine. I think people would be down with that. Denzel and Obama, that'd be good. I think Obama, be good. that's it. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be cool. Obama. I think people trust it after that. But uh, mm. I ain't gonna lie, man. I I believe in medicine. I'm the type of dude who, if I get a, a stuffed up nose, I'm trying to get a you know sinus shot or something. You know, so I'm serious about right. medicine. So I don't, I don't, I I, I just wanted to get back to normal. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready for the world to get back to normal. You know, I'm just tired of I this corona stuff. It's kept, yeah. But man, these people got to be able to get some money because if they. Cause if the see, cause we we blinded right now with Corona time of the economy, the actual economy of what's you know really going on, and these people is like that's why this crime rate is going up. These people don't have yeah. them. Um, them checks ran out. You know, at, at first everybody was scamming and getting their little you know twelve hundred and plus. You know, and now that's running out. So it's gonna only get worse if they don't open it up. So we need to do something. I'm gonna ask you one last question. And I know you're not going to want to answer it. Okay. I'm from Baton Rouge. Yeah. You from Houston. Louisiana, right. Texas. We get along, but this this one I'm about to do. I put together, you know how on the internet they do them little starting fives from different basketball eras? And then they say, can you beat the starting five? Mm-hmm. All right. I put together the Louisiana starting five of rappers. Yeah. All right. This is our yeah. starting five. Now, I'm going to see if Texas can fuck with us. This is our starting right. five. We got a six man. So our starting five is, you know, a six man. Obviously Wayne. <laughs> obviously Wayne. Wayne. So this, this is Wayne. It's Master P. Yeah. 
Boosie, Juvenile, and I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw a, a curveball. I'm gonna put Jay Electronic in there. Now I could have. There's a, a lot of people I could have fucked with. I could have fucked with Kevin Gates. I could have fucked with B, BG. Is the six man. BG is definitely the six man. Jizzle, yeah. BG BG is definitely the six man. I, I don't want to. I don't see the thing with BG is that. BG mean more to us, but Juvenile just went crazy. You know what I mean? So, but but BG yeah. definitely the six man. So Wayne, JLEC, Master P, Boosie, and Juvenile. That's the starting five I'm gonna give you for Louisiana rappers. All right. Shout out Young Boy, Kevin Gates, all of them. They will be in the next generation. But in 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 this one right here, that's what I'm gonna give you. Can Texas put together a starting five that could compete with Louisiana? I think so. Maybe not sales-wise, but legendary-wise. Yeah. We got Pimp C. We got Scarface. Oh, man. Oh, man. We oh, got God. Bun V. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? If we want to go young, we got Travis Scott. You know who was a whole oh. worldwide legend. Yeah. Who else? We got Megan Thee Stallion. Oh. Keep going. Man. <laughs> man. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought I was about to fuck you up with this man. You were ready. You were ready. Wait, wait, wait. I'm so, I'm so, so glad wait. we have Texas representation on here because wait, he tries man. to do me every single podcast. Megan. Thank you, Slim. So, Pimpsey, Scarface, Bun B, Megan, and then who else you got? Travis Scott. Damn, that's tough. Yeah, Travis Scott. Yeah. He didn't even need a six man. You did. Well, we got, we got six a man. lot of six man. We got a they lot got of a, six man. They got a fucking. Yeah. They got a whole. They got all the a whole yeah. era. All right, we're gonna let Texas decide. Texas is an underground, like uh, you know, state, but for the most part. But you know, we got a few superstars. We ain't even gonna bring a Beyonce or none of them in the. You know, we're gonna leave them out of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, leave Beyonce out. See what I'm saying? <laughs> but, hey, what are we talking about? Rap? Yeah, you gotta leave Beyonce out of it. Right. Um, she got bars. Now she can spit. She can spit. <laughs> All right, Slim, bro, yeah. you just dropped this year, man. Um, yeah. when you like, uh, it came out this past March. I mean, when you when you coming back? What's 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 on the what's on the horizon for you right now, career wise? Um, in Texas, we underground, so I'm constantly putting music out, whether even people know it. I'm gonna drop every year at least two projects every year. This is, but a lot of it be underground. Some of it might be on other people's beats, you know. Sometimes. But mm-hmm. that's just what my fan base been supporting, you know, so I continue to just feed them what they, they want. But uh, I dropped Thug Life early in March. Then I dropped one with uh, Killer Calion. I teamed oh, up man. with Checkers. We just gave out 200 burgers in the in the hood uh, this week. Uh, so I got a collaboration with Checkers I'm going to be doing. Me and Martell uh, collaborated. Uh, so I've just been doing a lot of that, you know, collaborating with different companies trying to give back through that, you know, different stuff like that in the city, you know. It's been good, man. I'm blessed. Really, on a cool, like, uh, you asked me about a youngster. I forgot what it, it was. But at, at, at how, how I won in the game was I always been independent and on my masters from, like, day one. So now mm. I can just, like, you know, really live off of the old music on a cool. But right. I continue to drop new, you know, just to feed my fan base. I might not go sell a platinum record or nothing, but at the end of the day, it keep adding up, and you know, it's been, it's been able to work out for me. So I'm happy. That's worth. That's real. That's real. That's real. Yeah. All right, I want y'all to shout out a legend, man. All over the place since I was in college, when we when we was when we was head down in Houston, 
You know what I'm saying? Watching the Rockets play with Robert Pack used to be over there doing this thing. Uh, and we realized that going to a place like Houston and being with a nigga that say he got a key to the hood and you good, got to be the right nigga. Because you'll be in a situation. Uh, and that's just, by the way, that's just good advice for all of y'all. You're going to Houston, you're going to Atlanta, you're going to Brooklyn, you're going to these places. Uh, don't worry, you good, you good, you good. Make sure he good. Because yeah. if not, yeah. everybody will be bad. <laughs> very important. That's very important. Because a lot of people will say that they good and, and don't really be good. You know, so Right. Yeah. It's very, it's, if you touch down in Houston, like if you're a rapper, honestly, keeping it 1,000, a good person to get with is uh, Jay Prince, man. You know, like, he is really like the the real, you know what I'm saying, yeah. streets police. Like, you know, like a lot of the rappers touch down, they go get with Jay Prince and then, you know, Jay Jr. will show him around the town, you know, and it's good. You know, they, they usually take care of everybody in the city. So yeah. uh, that's somebody good to know in Houston, for real. Yeah, I interviewed Mr. Prince. So maybe if yeah. I, maybe, you know, maybe I can come through, maybe I'm good. All right, bro, we appreciate <laughs> you. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time, man. Seriously, bro, uh, a, a legend and glad to see that you're recovered. Glad to yes. see that you're doing all right. And glad to see that you're still getting money because them boys is like seven feet tall each. And Ooh. it got to cost a lot to feed all them boys, man. You see yeah, some dude. those boys? <laughs> no, I haven't. How Giants, tall are your yeah. sons? Oh, man. Uh, honestly, my, my second son, he just brought it up. I don't know exactly what he is. My uh, oldest is 19. He's 6'6". Six, six. My second son wow. is 15. He about six five at least, gotta be by now. Um, my youngest is eight. I don't know how tall he is, but I, he just got a growth spurt. But uh, man, yeah, I got some giants, man. Hopefully, one of them play basketball. Or some type of sport. <laughs> Give me a return on all this money I've been spending on. <laughs> all right, bro. We yeah. out, man. We appreciate you, dog. Appreciate y'all uh, having me, safe. man. Y'all have a good one. All right, all right, peace. Wise words from a good man right there, Slim Thug. Uh, yeah, what, what's happening right now is an epidemic. It's actually pretty frightening in terms of uh, what's going on in the game, man. You know, Slim been on, uh, uh, around for a long time. You will not find anybody to hear, say two bad words about him. So it's just it's, it's, it's just an interesting time when the Mo3 thing happened there in Dallas. You talked about that. And then Boosie and then Benny and then, man... King it's the way it's that? happening. It's the way yeah. it's happening. I mean, like, it's it's a tragedy in itself, but getting chased down on the freeway in midday, like, you people aren't, have no regard for life. That's what yeah. I'm not understanding. And this is some beef that is four years old. It's it's crazy. We got to do better. We got to do better. We got to be better as a, as a community. Yeah. yeah, and we also have to deal with some of the things and remember that, like, a lot of these situations, like, people don't, have much else to do. They don't have much else yeah. to do. They're stewing over certain things, man. And certain things are just really, really, really... Um, It's really a scary time in a lot of ways, man. And I hope everybody can bear down and, like, we can get through this. It's really, yeah. in a lot of ways, it's a, it's, a, it's a very, very scary time. Okay. Love that with Slim Thug. Man, I did not think Houston was going to be able to compete with Louisiana without Top 5. Yeah, you stay underestimating Houston. Now, I was a little upset he didn't name anybody from Dallas, but he did name some really great Texans, so I can't say anything about that. Yeah, also, my Louisiana, you know, my Louisiana list, that's my list. 
You know what I mean? It was it was a good list. Yeah, like Wayne, J Electronica, which I throw in there. That's a personal one. Master P, Boosie, Juvenile, BG. Like it's a good list to me. That's a good list. And wait, who Travis? That's I always I forget I Travis forget about the Travis Scott thing. Yeah, Meg Stallion, Pimp C, yeah, Bun he B. Had, he, had, he didn't even he name had, himself. Yeah, all uh, of UGK. He had, he had UGK. Um, he had UGK. We gotta get this started, by the way. Uh, in terms of different states, put your top five together. I like it. Yeah, the higher learning. We're gonna start that higher learning rise. Different state, put your top five together. Yeah, Pimp C, Bum B, Scarface, Megan Thee Stallion, and Travis Scott. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Like yeah. that really is crazy. I mean, it's a gang of this a gang of rappers from Houston. He didn't even put on that list. First of all, himself. That's what Second I was of all, say. Paul. Third of all, Chameleonaire. I mean, it's just, it's a Trey, lot of guys. Zero. zero. Trey the True. Yeah. Paul, Big Mo. It's just like so many guys, you know, so many guys that's not on that DSR. list. DSR. Yeah, DSR. Who is that? Really? I never heard of him. Who's DSR? Oh, Dirty South Riders from Dallas. Tom. No, what Tom, are they? Tom, Tom, Fat Bastard, Big, Big Tuck. Oh shit! You know who? You know who did not make the Houston list? <laughs> oh, because I don't know. I don't know who you talking about. DSR. <laughs> Anybody who's from Dallas knows exactly what I'm talking about. Who are you talking I, I'm about? I'm gonna be honest with you. Fat Pat. Fat Pat. What the fat? Legend. That's what he said. Houston has he said legends. Legend. He got and that's legends, man. Fat Pat. If y'all, if I know y'all haven't heard a lot of these guys, but if. If you never heard of Fat Pat, if you don't know Fat Pat, man, go listen. Fat Pat was Lil the Kiki? motherfucking man. Lil I Kiki, all of those guys. Like, they got a lot see, guys. like they, nobody, it's just you and me talking. Most people know, are if you're, people if, you're like, not from, if, if you're not from the area, you're not going to really know yeah, a not, lot of not, these people. They're not going to know. It's a lot of other, <laughs> we forgot this CeeLo, Young Bleed. You know, all of these people from Louisiana too, we left them out. Currency. Shout out Currency from down there in New Orleans. Soldier Slim. Soldier Slim. Down there in New Orleans. A lot, a lot of people, a lot of people. All right, uh, we're gonna break real quick, pay some bills. Are you looking for a view of the world that's a bit different? Hi, I'm Jason Palmer, a host of The Weekend Intelligence, a podcast from The Economist. Join us to hear the stories that matter most to our correspondents and editors. Every Saturday, we introduce you to people and ideas that take you outside the ordinary and expand your horizons one episode at a time. Join us and see the world from a new perspective. To listen free until May 31st, search Spotify for The Weekend Intelligence. All right. So, big, big deal this weekend happened. Went down in D.C., the Million MAGA March. Trump supporters took to Washington, D.C. en masse. All of the usual suspects were there. The Proud Boys. Uh, there were a couple of neo-Nazis. Um, and then I'm assuming that there were just some Americans who were just also, I guess, not super unbelievably racist, yet fed up uh, with the left and big-time Trump supporters and supporters of the president. Um, now, you can't have a problem with racism if you're a supporter. I'm not going to get into all of that, but whatever. Uh, it was a big <laughs> deal. There were some clashes. What were your thoughts on the Million MAGA March now that we know how things went down? Well, I guess I was like under a rock because I didn't know that this was coming. Mm. I didn't know it was happening. 
Um, I saw on Twitter what was trending was BLM and Antifa. So mm-hmm. to dig deeper into it and realize it was crazy that that's what was trending. And I didn't see the Proud Boys trending at all. Maybe that's mm-hmm. just how my Twitter set up. I know everybody's is like, it's different. Did you see that trending? So the way it was, the way the story looked to me was that it was BLM supporters and Antifa that were causing all these problems. And to do a deeper dive into it, that wasn't the case. My first thought, though, when I heard about this was, my gosh, can we have anything? Million MAGA March? You just going to take a name? The Mm -hmm. Million Man March, which is something that was for us, something that is supposed to be about positivity. And you guys are going to the streets marching about something where there's no evidence, where judges are constantly throwing out these cases and you're just spewing lies. It's crazy to me. I know we talked about this before and we anticipated that there would be protests, but this is a little different, right? Like you can be upset that your person didn't win, but I guess I get conflicted on the message that you're putting out there because the whole thing that, you know, a lot of Trump supporters put out there is that we are for, you're for America, and you love this country. Okay, so your person didn't win. But if you love this country, then you need to get behind the person who's leading your country because you love it so much and you want to see it thrive. To me, it is the complete opposite for you to go out in the streets and fight against the system when all you're doing is causing division within the country. I just, I don't understand it. I also just don't understand a whole march that's based off of uh, false accusation and lies. But here we are you know, with the Proud yeah. Boys and Trump supporters, so. Uh, yeah, so the real estimates, they didn't get close to a million people. The real estimates were <laughs> no. around 10,000 people showed up to the Which is still March. a lot. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people to descend on Washington, D.C. Um, obviously, there were going to be tensions that rose. I think the Proud Boys weren't trending, but there was a video of the Proud Boys trending and their initiation ritual that they have. I don't know if you saw that. Uh they were punching this guy. He was saying all of this stuff about he's a Western chauvinist and blah, 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 blah. And I have a small penis and all of the other things that they what? were saying. Uh, yeah, that's one of the things that the Proud Boys boy say. You have to, in, in order to be a Proud Boy, you have to have micro penis. I'm sorry, what? You didn't know this? No. Are you kidding? I, no, it's true. It's like in written to- in their bylaws. Like, so they have to take a peek. There's a, yeah. like, you can't be past a certain number yeah like yeah i'm not sure what the number is i'm being serious now i'm not sure what the number is but i think it starts with like i think gavin McInnes himself is kind of the guy he he started i think he's like a like oh my god at full attention i think he's like 3.1 so i think yeah to be a proud boy to be in a proud boys you have to have a micro penis it's part of it (laughs) Continue with the story. What? I mean, it it sounds like a group session, you know what I mean? For like to gather if you have a micro penis, you know, like come here, you're in a safe place. First of all, all, I'll say this. There's nothing wrong with having a micro penis. If you have a micro penis, I'm not saying that. It's just to put it down in your bylaws as, you know. Now, now let me ask you a question. uh, You really think that the Proud Boys have in their bylaws that you have to... I my, asked I made, you I've like made, four or five times and you I, keep I, going. I obviously made that up. You, but I, I, I led you down the primrose path of micropenis. I led you down man, the micropenis yellow big road. I didn't believe you, but after the fourth time, I'm like, okay, surely he'll tell me. Yeah, you let me... I walked, you, the, I walked that yellow brick you, road. You walked the micropenis yellow big road just then. You I did. sang the song. I did. I sang the right. song. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god. Uh no, so they they you know, they have to say I'm a western chauvinist and I don't want to, you know, go to the library or whatever it is. Look, probably is whatever. And uh that was going around. More to the point, I guess what was happening is there were obviously skirmishes. Uh if you have 10,000 people coming together uh in that type of situation, uh then you know, people going about their business in DC, there might be counter protests and as we saw in other places like Charlottesville, uh, mm. like Portland, um, there were skirmishes between Trump's, uh, uh, I guess, supporters and then people um, on the other side of that. I guess for me, the interesting thing was that the Million MAGA March is what people thought that they would see in American cities all over the nation. Right. Uh, right. If Donald Trump lost the election or once the election was um, was called. Right. And I got to be real with you. You really haven't seen that. Nope. You really haven't seen very much of of people just going off, going ham uh, because their guy won or lost. I've seen, like, I was driving down uh, Santa Monica and in Beverly Hills, okay. they had a big gathering because police were there. But when I say big, I think it had the potential to be big. It wasn't that big when I saw it. There might have been 50 people out there, but they were all set up for Trump. Right. I've seen people on Wilshire standing on the corners, you know, with Trump signs and playing uh, God Bless America or something sure. like that. But no, no marches, no nothing. So that wait, right. why do you think that they waited until like, wouldn't you think it would have been last weekend? Well, I think last weekend it was a little... We found I think, out Saturday. But I think last weekend there was a little bit more hope because at this point, by the time the Million Maga March had started, all the states have gone. Of all the states that were contested, the only one that the president was able to actually pull out was, uh, was I think, North Carolina. Um, yeah, they called, yeah, Georgia was. was called for him, Pennsylvania was called for him, Nevada was called for him, uh, Arizona was called for him. So there is nothing <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how better to say it there's nothing there's no hope uh in in any actual way I mean there are all of these sort of cloak and dagger ways and speculative ways that people talk about he could still do something but in the actual world of whatever it was a pretty about, about thin margins but a clear a pretty clear mandate from the American people so I think yeah. that the Million MAGA March now was more about emoting than it was about actually trying to affect anything. That's exactly which is okay. what it is. I mean, you That's look fine, at the re- you look at the re- right. I mean, obviously the violence isn't fine, but yes, sure. they they definitely have their right. I just wish they would have chosen a different name. You couldn't yeah. you couldn't pick anything else. It's like yeah. I just uh, it is what it is. I but I honestly thought it would have been done sooner. Yeah, I mean, really, it, the bottom line is I don't really give a fuck about the Million MAGA March. I don't care. Sure. Like, it, I don't care what they do. Uh, what I care about is uh, a, a peaceful and constructive transition so that America can get down to the business that America well, has to do. The, the reason I care is because of the lies that are being told. I think that's what there really are people who are spewing out this this misinformation without any facts, any rhyme or reason. And I think that's what's troubling because you still had 10,000 people that went out there. 
You know, that was just D.C. Think of all the people who voted for Trump, all the people around this country who actually believe this rhetoric that Trump and his administration are putting out there. I mean, Trump even drove by them and gave them, you know, basically like the high five from his car when he was on his way to the golf course. I mean, that if we're trying to move together and not that I thought it would happen 10 days after the election was called, but it's just when you see stuff like that, you have to remember there is a huge issue with people who are still supporting these type of beliefs. And I think that's what that march symbolizes. And that's why it's troubling. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully they got their money's worth. Um, the president and <laughs> I mean, listen, hopefully it is. Listen, the, hopefully uh, they, they got to get it all off their chest. The president himself is sort of signaling that he's getting a little bit more comfortable with, with, I guess, accepting the results of the election. Mm-hmm. Nah, he he acted like it, then he didn't act like it. He's gonna faint to the very end, but I, I think it's gonna all be over here pretty soon. Uh now, something that ha- happened last week that we didn't talk about involving a guy who I know. Who? I want to ask you a question about this. Uh Carl Lentz. Do you know who that is? Pastor Carl Lentz from Hillsong. I do Church? know who he is. Okay. So Pastor Carl Lentz is a is a is a pal of mine. And so I don't know if people oh. heard. He is. Okay. He is. I don't know if people heard, but Pastor Carl Lentz was uh, fired from his post at Hillsong because he had an extramarital affair. So he's a big time pastor. If you guys know Carl Lentz, he had he was the guy that kind of brought Justin Bieber back uh, from the edge, um, and now Justin Bieber has given his life over to God, and it's a different Justin Bieber. But it wasn't Justin Bieber. It was uh, you know it was Tyson Chandler. He was very very, very close with a, a basketball player who plays now for the Brooklyn Nets. Tall guy. Went to Texas. His name is Kevin Durant. Uh, Carl Lentz was very cool with Kevin Durant. Shout out to shout out to Kevin Durant. Honestly, I thought you were explaining to me Tyson Chandler and I was like fully aware of who he is. No, shout but... out to Kevin Durant. That's all I'm going to say. Every time he comes up on this podcast, just shout out to KD. Which is almost never, but Kevin Durant. Um, so, uh, yeah, he was fired because he he got into an extramarital affair. The whole sordid story is out there. If you want to listen to that story or get into that story, you can. I'm going to ask you a question, Rachel. Okay. Is it right that they fired Pastor Carl? That they fired him? Is it right that they fired Pastor Carl? So do we know the full details of the story? Because I don't have this statement in front of me, but the church put out a statement and said more than just he had an extramarital affair. They didn't even say that. He came out and said that. They didn't say what exactly was the basis of the firing. Now there are these other reports about mishandling money or something like that. Um, I personally think it was more than just the extramarital affair um, as to why he was fired. And I, the reason I say that is because like this Hillsong isn't a church like, like a like a Mormon religion where you get excommunicated from the church. It's there is very much so it's about forgiveness and acceptance and you know repenting of your sins. And so I feel like if it was just that there could really be a lesson that was learned and he could really mentor and be a, an example for so many people in that church. Uh I I I cuz I personally when when pastors come forward like my pastor for example in Dallas came out and said he had an addiction to porn. And a lot of the elders in the church were furious. 
But mm-hmm. for the younger people, I think it was like, wow, you're a lot of times, you know, like I feel like growing up, especially in a small, you know, Baptist church, you look at these people who lead it as if they're almost like they're, they're Christ-like in the, in the sense that they don't sin. They don't sin that much. Mm-hmm. So when you hear your your pastor say, hey, I make mistakes too, I'm human as well, and I'm man enough or woman enough to admit that, then I think that there's that does something to your congregation in a positive way, personally. Not everybody comes feels that way. That's how I feel. Um, so I think for them to let go of him because he's so influential and he is such, he's almost the face of Hillsong. Mm-hmm. I think there was more to it. Hmm. And I respect the fact that the church isn't talking about it. Okay. So let's say that, because, you know, I don't know whether or not there's more to it. Uh, I know that now that somebody's gone, you're going to come out and, I'll be honest with you, I don't think that there's more to it. I think this is the reason why, why Pastor because, Carl was fired. Because he's your friend? No, because I think that if there was more to it, if you wanted to fire Pastor Carl over something that had to do with money or something like that, did you just find out about that? Was that something that wasn't worth firing him four months ago or three months ago? Or? How do you know they weren't building a case? Well, what, well, what I do know is that the the whole marriage infidelity thing was something that they recently found out and acted very swiftly on firing him. So, and, and he didn't come forward with that. They saw messages. Is that correct? There was something, yeah, it was kind of found out that it, they found it out and then it was going to, they felt like, I guess it was going to come out and then they fired him. So anything else to me that it's like, it's almost kind of like, uh, you know, you fire someone for something else, you fire something for someone and people go, oh, that's wrong. You shouldn't have fired them. And then you go, oh, well, they were coming in late too. Like that happens all the time. We just don't know. I mean, how do you not know that they saw the messages and they confronted him and he lied about it? And then they well, were like, bro, we got evidence. Well, no, well, well, no, because because part of the people, part of the people, I mean, his wife also works for Hillsong. And by the way, they also okay. got rid of her. Or like from what I from what I understand, his wife also works for Hillsong. So I think that I don't think that there was very much lying that was going on. I think that it was found out and he she she confronted him about it and and she had to and they they had to come to it. I guess this is my question. And this is the question I'm asking. And forget about the fact that I, that, that I know Pastor Carl. Forget about okay. the fact that I know Pastor Carl. Let's say that it's only because of the, the uh, infidelity that he was fired. Let's say it's just, it's just because of that. What is Christianity about? I, 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 like, I, love, I love Jesus. I, I love spirituality. I love, in the times that I've been going through right now, um, I wake up every morning and I go, yo, I'm going through a tough time, but I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for the tough time. You know, I'm not about to, you know, sometimes I go, yo, why is this happening to me? I just want to live a nice, normal life. I don't mess with nobody. Sure. But, you know, I go, I'm grateful for it. Um, but I guess my thing is, when, once you go into a church and you're sitting in the church, they tell you, they say, hey, listen, here's so-and-so. They were down and out. They were drug addicted. They were selling drugs. They were doing all of these things that were against God. You brought God into your life. Here they are. Boom. Success story. Everybody. Jesus can save you. Jesus can save you. At what point does Jesus stop saving you? Because what I'm, like, what I'm, saying, what I'm saying is that... Oh, 
if the entire game is, I guess my my question is, would Jesus have fired Pastor Carl? Okay. He's not excommunicated, right? Which is what I definitely don't believe in, right? I don't believe you kick somebody out of a religion. He's there. And and again, I will speak solely on just the affair, even though I feel like I would like to believe that there was more to the story as to why Mm -hmm. he was fired. Right. But let's just say it's just that. He didn't come forward. He was still continuing in the affair. He got caught. Okay, that right. is that is what we can agree to. Of so course. maybe you're not equipped at this moment. You didn't come forward with this. You're not re- you're you're repenting because you got caught. You know, like you're admitting it and, co- and and speaking out about it because you got caught. So maybe you're not equipped to lead this church right now because, for all we know, you would have continued down this sinful path. To me, that is what they're saying. You're not equipped right now. You can still attend the church. You can be a part of the church, but you can't lead this church. Hmm. You've gotten caught up. And th- that's how I am taking it. Now, if okay. you've kicked out the church and I got a whole nother, I got something else to say about that because I don't believe in that. That's not Christ-like. Jesus wouldn't do so, that. So then the people that lead the church, then those people are perfect. They're not going to make not a, Nobody's perfect. And Christianity doesn't teach you that. It's not about mm-hmm. being perfect. But are they leading the church? And I think if it was a board, I don't know, I don't know the setup of the church, but mm-hmm. if you're leading the church, it'd be, I'm, I, I'm, you're asking me this question. And I'm just saying personally. First of all, if, Pastor Carl is not the leader of Hillsong. He is probably their most popular pastor. But he leads but, the New York church. He's right, the leader. So, 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 so like when I, so when I, what, what I'm saying is that what, so if you're the leader of the church, then you walk, cause see all these other guys that we're, that we're talking about. Swagger, Kurt Franklin, John Gray. Oh, by the way, I'm not oh. coming at these guys. These are all great. These did are John all, Gray these have are all great. Didn't something happen to John they, Gray? Yeah, they, they did. They, they did. But, but okay. they did. All of these guys did. That's it. But you know the reason, you know why those guys were, weren't fired? The reason why those guys weren't fired is because nobody can fire them. It's because they're the tip of the spear at their churches, right? So when you look at these guys, like nobody can fire them. They're There's the no the checks spear. and balances. There, there are saying? other guys that have gotten in trouble, like that guy in Colorado and stuff like that, that, have, that everyone has got together and say, hey, you got to go. But those guys, so I guess what I'm saying is that to me, religion, especially tenets of religion, it has to be dynamic. And it has to be dynamic, meaning you can't just say it, you have to show it. So, and I'm, I'm starting to become a little disillusioned and I'm, I, I, and it, 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 not disillusioned with God, but disillusioned with some of my fellow man because if Christianity should be easy, like it, there's Jesus, but it, Jesus is right there. Like it, it's not, it's, there's not a lot of science that goes into it. Jesus is right there. And he says, Hey, everybody can come to this party. I'm super open. I don't judge anybody. I don't come down on anybody. I don't throw anybody away. As a matter of fact, before I judge you, before I let you go down for stuff that you've done, I'll climb up on a cross and I'll die for you. I'll die for not you. supposed to be. But to, to me, but but to me, that is precisely what modern Christians do not do. They look for any re- a lot of them. They look for any reason to judge you, any reason to say that you are unholy, any reason to. To, to, to go wrong with things that are ungodly, any reason. And then once you do make a mistake, they fire you and they kick you out. Like, 
he it's wasn't weird. kicked out. Just, okay, for, I have a whole. I just want to preface this whole conversation. They I have a huge, suspend, I have a huge suspend, problem with talking about all this because we we have no idea why he was actually let go because their statement does not say he was let go for an extramarital affair. It doesn't say he was let go for a sin. But I will. I am. I will talk. Your friend. Maybe you've talked to him. I will talk in the context. He was fired because of the. He was fired because the church was about to be embarrassed in the affair. But here, Which, by the way, but the affair, might, the affair it, that, is a that, terrible thing. But but here's here's my thing. You said okay. I'll, I'll I'll address something you said. You said Christianity is supposed to be easy. I actually do not believe that because if you follow what they what what your Christians are supposed to be Christ like, right? Like you're supposed to try. You obviously we all sin. We all fall short of the glory of God. But if you're striving to be Christ like, then you struggle with that every day, right? We're sinning all the time. There's so many. I I'm not talking separate from the judgment. Talking about the way you walk right. in your in, in in your own walk, it is a struggle every mm-hmm. day to not do something that's sinful. That's a struggle. That's right. hard. The judging right. thing, I'll agree right. with you on. I just wanted to talk about that. I just feel with Carl that I don't know if he's been suspended from the church. I know he's been fired from the position that he had. I would be right. very upset if he was kicked out of the church. That to me goes against Christianity. But for him to be mm-hmm. let go, I have an issue with that. I'd feel different if he came forward and said I had an affair. He hid it. He was still continuing doing it. And the only reason he stopped is because he got caught. I personally... Well, that's not quite uh, that's, that's not quite the way that it went, but it's close. Maybe you're, you're, priv- uh, what, you're privy what, to more information than me. So you have, to, you have to also understand I'm speaking based on the well, little information the girl, I know. The lady has also given a couple of interviews. What, what I'm saying is this, and... And I, I, living is not easy. So I'm not saying that Christianity is supposed to be easy. I'm saying the example is pretty easy. The example is easy, right? So Christianity itself, definitely not easy. But the example okay. is easy. So okay. if you're in a situation to, so, so, so if you're in a situation to where you're uh, like someone wrongs you or someone does anything, like Jesus gave you the cliff notes already on how you handle that. Right, 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 right. Like it's already there. Like Jesus gave you the cliff notes on that. So it shouldn't be much thinking that you have to do. The reality is, uh, the, the and, and you struggle with that. Now, the part where you struggle with, you struggling with it, that's the not easy part. Getting smacked around and then being trying to be a pacifist or trying to not prejudge people, that's the not easy part. But how you're supposed to go about it, that's the easy part. There's not a lot of ambiguity there, right? So like firing him, if in fact he's, fired, well, he's like, he is not, fired. it's not some sort of secret suspension if he's fired, is about the least Christian thing you can do. So they, because what, what should it, they have done? They should have suspended Pastor Carl for a long time and walked people through the retribution of someone who's falling short of, of the glory of God. You definitely have to suspend him because in the, in, in, in the Bible and also in life, there are things, but then you have to walk people through how someone who breaks and then becomes broken gets put back together whole, not just by God, but by the church. That's the church's job. So, but, but, oh, I, and I agree with everything that you're saying. Don't, don't think I don't agree with that. Has he been kicked out of the church? I don't know. So all I don't we know that is, is that he lost his position. He lost his money. He lost his, he lost his pension. He lost his insurance. That's what he lost at the moment, right? 
if he had been suspended, which I maybe think is it wrong as well. Maybe it would have been. Maybe it would have been. I and 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 here's the other thing. I have no idea. Now I'm going to talk from a legal standpoint. I have no idea what type of contract he signed with them. And if and if he signed a contract where there was a moral turpitude clause, then that's his fault. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. Well, then he then they're legally firing him. That is, they put it in well, there to, and he signed well, I'm it. Not, I'm, I'm not talking about what's legally permissible. I get you, but they, I'm talking about what's spiritual, spiritually clean. Well, and I, I think, think that you having have a to religion be where everyone from, comes in. I just think you ahead, have to be removed from that post. I do. Because you're not mentally equipped. It'd be different. If he came forward, I, I would have a whole different speech. But I don't you understand. got caught. You got caught. That means no one is you, mentally, no one is mentally equipped. It's, it's weird to, it's weird to say, hey, everyone sins and falls short and then God can make you whole. But man, we're going to pass by that mandate. That's not We're going to tap you on your, that is, how is it not? No, there's a total difference. Like, let's just be honest. You are on a, a different, call it right or wrong. But when you're a pastor of a church, you're on a, you're on a pedestal. You're on a different level, right? You're held almost to a different standard. Call it right or wrong, it's the truth. Is it not? But it's not right, is my thing. I, okay. You're a but human it's, being. But, it's the, but, it's, but, it, but it is the truth. You are a human being. And nobody's saying that Carl Lentz can't sin. But the deception behind what he was doing, and, I, and I'll just talk about the affair. Mm-hmm. The accept, deception behind what he was doing and the fact that he didn't have the integrity or the character to say, hey, guys, this is what I've been doing and I'm wrong. But instead, it's an oops, I got caught, my bad, now I'm sorry. There's a difference in that. There's a difference. I'm not saying there's not. There's a difference to us, but there's not a difference to God. You're right. So there's no a sin is greater a, than the like, other. But, yeah, but there's under a difference God's to eyes, us. it's not difference. We're talking about on earth and you leading a church. So right. It, and, and what I'm talking about right, what I'm talking about right what now What do you think they would have done to Jesus? What if he had been with Mary Magdalene? What do you think they well, would have done one, to they Jesus? Are, well, well, they, well, they, I'll be honest with you. And this is, this is the point. Jesus didn't even do anything and they did him that way anyway. So the point is, like, I, I mean, I'm just serious. Like, the, like the, the point is that we it, it, it is, and I'm certainly not comparing Pastor Carl to Jesus, but what I'm saying is that either this is a situation, either Christianity or religion is a place to where you can be less than perfect, mess up, not fuck the fuck being less than perfect. You can fuck up royally. You can be the worst. You can do all of this stuff. You can deceive your wife. You can put your family in jeopardy and then you can come back and be made whole again. Either it's that or it's not. There's no middle. But you can. He can still be that without holding that position. Unless he was kicked out of church, period. You can still find your way back. Like them saying he's no longer going to leave. I don't agree with that. That means so like, so you can do whatever. So a pastor can do whatever they want to do because under God's eyes, they can be forgiven. You can do, you could be, no. at the, you could do whatever you want to do, but as long, but, but, but because God is a forgiving God and the I'll church, should, and you, we all sin, I don't, I don't it's, hold it's a, all good. I don't hold a, I don't hold a pastor to a different standard than I hold anyone that's in the church. But most people I, do. Uh, the pastor, the, the pastor understands the message better. The pastor might be a better orator, he or she. Like they, they, they understand it better. They might be a better orator. It might, they, but as far as 
how I forgive or how I look at somebody coming back after they've messed up. I don't think God has a special That's, category for that. I didn't say that, but you, but your basic, I just want you to know your argument is that my pastor can do whatever he wants in his private life as long as he comes in and repents to God. So he can be at the I'm strip. Not, I'm not saying. He can I, be doing. I'm yes, not saying but that. it's fine. That's he should what not, the he Bible never, says. He should never. No, but it's about leading a flock of people. There's a difference. There's a difference. So when you Otherwise, lead the flock, if, you got to be perfect. No, but you got to be you striving need, towards right. being Christ-like. Is that not what the Bible teaches? Okay. So your pastor with the porn addiction. First of all, which yeah. side was it? Did he say? No, I didn't ask. And he, did, he didn't say. It? I don't think he, he was trying ask? to lead. I don't think he was trying to lead the flock. To the porn, it was just more that of crazy. I want to come to you guys and say this. And no, he wasn't fired. It would be, and I don't think he it should. It would be crazy. It would, it would be crazy if he was like, "Yo, I have a porn addiction, and I gotta tell you guys, I used to wake up, www, go to Pornhub, and I used to search stepmom and stepson videos, and I tell you something, it was, and then y'all just jumped in like, "Oh, pastor, stop reliving it." That didn't happen. Stepmom shit goes hard. But but um but stepmom like yeah stepmom step parents uh but I no. didn't ask so he didn't Stop get he didn't he, he, he didn't get he didn't get fired nope he didn't get fired nope he Why? he decided he wanted to come out and talk about it wasn't caught mm. wasn't uh, the elders weren't like you need to come and talk about it he did a whole but see you don't know the, you don't know the backstory though. You don't know the backstory. Somebody I might know, have been the surfing the church, s- surfing nah. the church service. My dad's a deacon in the church. I wouldn't and know. Did you check your dad's browser history? Did, <laughs> did you check his browser nah. history? This, 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 is why, <laughs> this is why the judge will All never right. be on the podcast. The judge. All right, guys, look. Um, just, you know, whatever, man. Just I hope I that, I just, hope that just, Carl just, Lentz, you know... I really hope, I think he is amazing at what he does. And I think that, you know, he'll be back doing what he does best in front of people sometime soon. Maybe he'll start his own church. Maybe he'll, he'll be um, emboldened by some of the things that you're saying and say, you know what? I want to build a community where, you know, I can have extramarital affairs, but it's at the end of the day. Okay. Okay. At the end okay. of the day. Okay. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, uh, the first thing, hopefully, that a, a family can say together and hopefully lessons have been learned and people understand the way that their decisions. But I can tell you one thing, it's a good man. It's a godly man. Never it's not said, perfect never man. said he's not. And and and, 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 and that's all I'm saying. There's a lot of people's lives who are better off right now Gosh, because I could Carl get into, Lynch is on earth. I could get into a whole <laughs> okay, conversation and maybe that's another day of why this this continues to happen. Why well, continues to happen? The extramarital affairs? Mega mega leaders of mega churches. Oh, there's no, but there's but there's no mystery to that. There's no mystery. Jimmy Swagger, Jim Baker, all Jimmy of the Swagger. Jimmy, I'm, I knew. <laughs> I knew back. I mean, I'm saying, but there's no mystery to that. There's no mystery to that at all. There's also no mystery to why guys like. Uh, Kenneth Copeland and all of those guys get on there and say grotesque things like that too is because after a while those guys become kings in their own right. It's a, yes, it's a hero's complex. Yeah, and 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 like it, you feel like I mean Kenneth Copeland got a plane. 
You got a plane. Not alone. So- you know, you know what I'm saying? So it's not, it's, it's there's no secret. And and by the way, that was they it was like that in the Bible too. David, and- one of God's greatest, greatest, David had a dude killed. David so that sure he could be did. down with his wife. Put him on the front lines. Sure did. So Listen. It's nothing new. It's nothing to figure out. I can understand why people are not religious. Right. Just, <laughs> I really can. All right. I really can. All right. So I uh, look, that's uh that's all the podcast we got for you. Um it you heard Rachel here. Uh uh Rachel Puritan Rach. <laughs> um this is <laughs> Puritan Rach. Uh, ready to burn all y'all witches at the stake. Wow. Uh, <laughs> this is what you would call an exaggeration, you guys. <laughs> This no, is what you call. I get what you're saying. And um, you know, and you know they'll be all up in your DMs talking about will be. me. They will all right. Be. You know, keep um, listening to the podcast. Uh batch recap coming next episode. Uh we also have to talk about the batch recaps. There's been a little pushback from some of the people. There's a little pushback. They have said with you are, finally. Jeez, it's about yeah, time they turned pushback. on you. <laughs> there's a little pushback from some of the batch recaps. Batch recaps next episode. Uh also more the news is happening so fast, you guys. There's a Boy Scout story just broke while mm-hmm. we were recording this, and it's fucking disgusting. We'll have a little bit more on that um, on the next podcast. And also, I'll tell you guys how my trip to the doctor went, my trip to the electrophysiologist. Yes, keep us on posted. I definitely will. All right, you guys can take your thinking caps off, but do not stop learning. I am Van Lathan. I am Rachel Lindsay. Oh, can I just say thank you to all the Thought Warriors? So many of you reached out, especially teachers, about my nephew and the story that oh, I told. Oh, yeah. So many people just really were... It's it's beautiful, this community that we're building. So I just want to acknowledge you all. I did not have time to respond to everybody, but just wanted to say thank you. He is doing well. He is now sitting at a table of three children. Oh, uh. Yes, he is coming. Little Alistair's coming up in the world. So thank you, you guys. Really appreciate that. Mm, Good for him. I'm glad to hear the little man got it. All right, (laughs) we out. When the protest started this summer, I decided not to join. The main reason was that I didn't want to be let down again. I've been here before. I've marched, I've yelled, and not much changed. But when I did finally go out there, I found some people and stories that got me thinking about this movement in a much different way. And I want to show you. My new podcast, Resistance, is out now. Follow and listen on Spotify. It's Black Lives, baby. 